Thanks for checking out Church on the Rock's message this week. We would love to help you take your next step in knowing God better. The best way to do that is visit cotr.org slash next steps. Or if you're not near our physical campus, visit our online community at cotr.org slash online. Enjoy the message and know that God is for you. And so what do you do when you're in the wilderness season? Next slide, guys. Let's go right into it. The wilderness seasons of our lives are necessary to fulfill our calling. We have to go through those seasons in order to get into the promised land or our destiny, our calling, all right? Now, if I try to avoid it, if I won't cooperate with God, then I won't be prepared to handle the pressure and the stress and all that goes with it, the temptation in my future, okay? You know, you ever wondered why some believers, nobody in our church, you ever wonder why some believers, you know, they've been serving the Lord for a long time, and you think, you know, they know what to do, and they know how to respond in the wilderness seasons of life, and you see them fall, you see them backslide, you see them do things they shouldn't do. Well, a lot of times, that's because they didn't cooperate in those wilderness seasons. Type and shadow, King Saul didn't have a wilderness season, King Saul, and look what he did, he failed. David in the Bible, had wilderness, uh, he had wilderness seasons, and yet look what happened to him, okay? He failed with Bathsheba, but he responded correctly and moved on and kept fulfilling his destiny. You have to go through the wilderness seasons. Don't try to avoid them. Don't try to uh, disregard them, but learn how to cooperate in them, and they move you call, cl- closer to your calling. You ready? Next, next slide, guys. Next slide. Dry seasons are where you are asking God three things. Next slide. Next slide, guys. Okay, I'm going to go fast tonight, okay? So y'all got to, can you keep up with me? Praise the Lord. So you're going to ask, where are you, God? That's a season where I've been there, you've been there. Maybe you're there tonight. Things are happening in your family, your health, your finances. You've been given promises. You thought your dream was going to be a lot quicker, a lot closer. It seems so far away. You wonder if it's ever going to happen. It's a season in the desert times, the dry time, where you're saying, God, where are you? Next slide, guys. Then you're asking God, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? Next question in the dry season, what is happening? What's happening? Why is it happening? God, where are you? haven't felt you, haven't heard you, are you punishing me? And I just want to say this, the dry seasons of our life, the wilderness seasons of our life is not God punishing us. And it's not God abandoning us. He said he'd never leave us. He'd never forsake us. He'd never fail us. Okay. Well, what is the wilderness seasons all about? Next slide, guys. Next slide. Deuteronomy 1 verse 2. Look on the slide. This is the children of Israel. And, you know, God took them out to bring them in. God took them out of Egypt to bring them into the promised land, okay? But what happened here, it was only an 11-day journey, but it turned into 40 years in the wilderness. Look what the Scripture says. It was only an 11-day journey, yet Israel took 40 years to get beyond it. Oh, my goodness. So you and I have a lot to do with the length of our desert 
time, the length of our wilderness, the season of our wilderness, we have a lot to do with prolonging it or shortening it. It was only an 11-day journey. If they would have cooperated with God, it wouldn't have taken 40 years to learn the lessons they needed to learn. Next slide, guys. Next slide. Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1. To everything, there is a season. Everyone say season. season. To everything, there's a season. A time for every purpose under heaven. Say the word purpose. purpose. Extract that. Simply means every season of our life. And our, all of our lives are made up of seasons. Every season of our life has a purpose. Every season, every chapter of our lives has a purpose. Okay? So it's real important to discover the purpose of the wilderness you might be in tonight. The wilderness season or the desert season that you might be in tonight, it's important for us to understand there's a purpose to it. There's things that God wants us to get out of that season. Next slide, guys. I need to know if I'm going to make it through the desert season, the wilderness season of my life, I need to know some things. You remember that verse in the book of James when it says, you know, knowing this, when you fall into different kinds of temptations, tests, and trials, count it all joy. Pastor Kim was talking about joy. We were just praising God a while ago, declaring we have the joy of the Lord. Amen. So notice this is, and knowing this, when you fall into different kinds of tests, trials, and temptations. So we need to know some things. We're destroyed for a lack of knowledge. If I don't understand what I'm going through tonight, if I don't understand the purpose of it, that God has a purpose in it, if I don't understand that it's going to work out for my good, if I respond correctly, I'll quit. I'll give up. I'll walk away. I'll miss my calling. I'll miss my destiny. So things that we need to know when we're in a wilderness season of our life. Next slide, guys. Next slide. Number one, your life is made up of seasons. And the season you're in, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. It's not for eternity. Your life is made up of seasons. Number two, every season has a purpose. Every season has a purpose. Number three, there's a behavior or a correct response for each season. There's a behavior or a correct response for each season. I can lengthen it or shorten it. It was an 11-day journey, but it took them 40 years. Number four, things I need to know. I have to learn what the right behavior is for that season. It's a learning process. I have to learn what the right behavior is for that season. A wrong behavior would be angry at God. A wrong behavior would be bitter. A wrong behavior would be what they did, complaining, murmuring, and griping. It's wrong behavior. It kept them in the wilderness, and they died off and never made it to the promised land. I have to have a wilderness season, and I have to go through it in order to reach my destiny, dream, aspiration, goals that God has for my life. I have to learn what the right behavior is for that season. Number five, things I need to know. The wilderness season is when God is preparing me for what he has promised me. Ooh, I like that. The wilderness season is not a wasted season. 
if I cooperate with God. If I argue with God, if I respond incorrectly, I'm wasting it. Okay? But the wilderness season is when God's preparing you and me for what he's promised to us. I like that. Number six, things I need to know. The wilderness season is where God is protecting me. He's protecting me in the wilderness season. How does he do that? He's protecting me by preparing me and strengthening me and building character in me to handle the pressure and the temptation in my future. A lot of Christians that you see that don't make it, they didn't cooperate with God in the wilderness season. They flunked, but they thought they moved forward to the next grade, and they really didn't. They moved into the future they couldn't handle. Pressure, stress, persecution, disappointment, rejection. Okay? And so the wilderness is a season where God's protecting me. He's actually protecting me by building, correcting, strengthening us to handle our future. Because with every new promotion, there's greater pressure. With every new promotion, there's greater pressure. Do you all remember in the Bible where it says, I love it, where it says that you can receive 30, 60, and 100 fold? But then it, I don't like this part. It says with much persecution. Right? We want the increase with no persecution. We want the prosperity with no persecution. So actually God's protecting us where we think that he's delaying our destiny, he's abandoning us, he's mad at us, he's punishing us, that we don't have a future. Those are all lies from the devil to give us to quit and give up. When actually we need to know the wilderness season is where God's protecting me to prepare me to handle the pressure and the temptation in my future. Well, can we have a praise break for that? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Wow. You know, John Osteen used to always tell me, give somebody a little bit of success and you'll find out what's on the inside. Right? That's what we're talking about. You see, God has success in your future, promotion in your future, blessing, increase, favor, relationships, all in our future. But he wants us to be able to handle failure as well as success in our future. So the wilderness is a time where he's protecting us by preparing us to handle our future. Number seven, things we need to know. Number seven, guys, next slide. God is teaching me humility. God is teaching me humility. Wow, Jocko, Navy SEAL, has a podcast And Jocko says, for the Navy SEALs, the greatest attribute you can have as a Navy SEAL in battle is humility. Um, That's very interesting, isn't it? I feel like I'm echoing just a little bit, guys. If you could kind of adjust that a little bit down here. So God is teaching me humility, which is being a teachable spirit. It's being willing to adapt, to change, to be open, to surrender, Humility, this is a golden nugget, is a magnet that attracts all God has. Humility is a magnet that attracts all God has. Didn't God say, if we'll humble ourselves, that in due time, he will exalt you, right? Pastor Kim talked about his grace is sufficient for whatever you're going through tonight. Humility attracts his grace. Humility attracts his favor. Humility attracts his resources. 
Humility is a magnet that attracts all God has. So during my wilderness season, God is trying to teach me humility. Next slide, guys. Next slide. Number eight, God is testing me so I can become aware. Now, God knows everything about me, but I don't know everything about me, right? And so God is testing us in the wilderness season so we become aware of what and where I need to change, of what and where I need to change. Not other people, but me. God is testing me so I become aware of what and where I need to change. I hope I'm helping you. I, I wish I would have known this 40 years ago. It would have helped me a whole lot to cooperate with God, probably be a lot more farther down the road, right? Instead of, you know, getting depressed and discouraged and questioning God and angry at God and angry at this and this, that, and the other. Wow, if I would have, if I would have cooperated a whole lot quicker, this thing, I could have been a whole lot further down the road. I wish I would have known this. God is testing me. He knows what I'm going to do, how I'm going to respond in situations, but I don't. So I become aware of what and where I need to change. Next slide, guys. We should have, we should have Deuteronomy. There should be some scriptures in there somewhere. Maybe that's coming up. Okay, there we go. Deuteronomy 8, verse 1, 2, and 3. Every commandment, which I command you today, you must be careful to observe. So that's obedience. So in our wilderness season, we're learning how to obey God even when we don't understand. Where are you, God? Why is this happening? Why is it taking so long? You know, I can't hear you. I don't feel you. In the wilderness, he's teaching us to obey him even when we don't understand. We obey our way through when we can't see our way through. Well, that was worth Wednesday night coming quick. Amen. You obey your way through when you can't see your way through. So that you may live and multiply, go in and possess the land which Lord God swore unto your fathers. That would be our destiny, our future, God's promise. God gave them a promise, right? In the wilderness, God's promises to you will be tested. In the wilderness, God's promises to you will be tested to see if you're going to believe them or not, stand on them or not, question them or believe in them and be fully persuaded. Verse 2, verse 2. And you will remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years. Now remember, it was an 11-day journey, but it took them 40 years because they didn't cooperate with God's process. They didn't cooperate with God in the wilderness. All the way these 40 years in the wilderness. And look what it is to humble you. Now, we just read that, right? So the wilderness is a time of God teaching us humility. And then to test you. We just read that, right? That it's a time where God tests us. He knows how we're going to respond, but we don't. And it's a time to test us to find out where and what we need to change. To know what's in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. Verse 3. Next slide. So he humbled you, and he allowed you to hunger, and he fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor your fathers know. Now, we're going to go back to the list in just a minute, but in the wilderness, God gives you what you need and not what you want. Okay? Uh, they needed food, but they didn't want manna. They got tired of manna. They started complaining about manna. 
but that's what they needed, okay? In the wilderness, God's not going to give you what you think you want. He's going to give you what he knows you need for your future. So he humbled them, allowed them to hunger, and fed them with manna, which they did not know, nor their fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. In the wilderness, he wants to create in you a hunger to get in the word. A hunger to get in the word. A hunger to get in the word. Because the word is what's going to strengthen your spirit when you're faced with adversity, delay, disappointment, rejection, and persecution. Okay, so now let's go back to the list, guys. I think we should be number eight. Okay, number nine, things we need to know. God is giving me what I need instead of what I want. God is giving me what I need instead of what I want. Yeah, I give you the illustration, you know, of Daniel and me and Stephen. We work out together. It's a blessing, Father, Son. We enjoy it so much. We've got trainers that we pay that gives us workouts. And you know what? The other night, Daniel was writing my workout that my coach gave me. I said, Daniel, just stop writing that on the board, would you? Because that's not what I want. And then I thought, but that's what my coach knows I need, right? So same thing, that in the wilderness, God's not going to give you what you want. He's going to give you what you need to become the person to handle your future, okay? Number 10, things you need to know, that God's developing a hunger for God's word. You'll not live by uh, bread alone. That would be the natural. You're going to live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That would be the Bible, okay? A lot of people, when they go through a wilderness, they stop reading their Bible. So worst thing you can do, it will prolong your wilderness, dry, desert, struggling season. Worst thing you can do is stop church, stop prayer, stop reading the Bible and doubting the Bible. That's the worst thing you can do. The best thing you can do is develop a hunger to get into the word more. Okay, devil, you're going to put that on me that I'm going to get in the word more. Okay. So causes you the wilderness season to develop a hunger for God's word. So if I'm in a season right now and I don't want to read the word, I don't want to look at the word, you know, I don't, then guess what? I'm prolonging my season. I'm prolonging my desert season because that word in my spirit will protect me in the future against trials, tests, temptation, pressure, and stress with success. Okay. Number 11, things we need to know when we're in a wilderness season. It's necessary for spiritual growth. It was so awesome. You know, I did our, used to be growth track. It's God is for you now classes. I do the first one every month. I did it last Sunday during the 11 o'clock service during praise and worship. And it was awesome because several of those families in there, seriously, this was last Sunday. They would say, I asked, who are you? Where are you from? How are you coming? And several of them said they grew up over here. And they had, they had left church for decades, and they decided to get back, and they wanted to raise their families up and experience what they learned over here in children's church. That was awesome. It was awesome. And everybody in the room, seriously, everybody in the room in the, in the growth track class, God is for you experience, they all said, we want to grow. We want to grow spiritually. Isn't that awesome? 
So the desert season is necessary, that dry season, that wilderness where, where are you, God? What's happening? Why is it happening? I don't understand. You need to know this list right here I'm giving you. It's necessary what you're going through tonight for spiritual growth. It's necessary for spiritual growth. I can't grow without the wilderness seasons of my life. When it feels like all hell's coming against me, everything that could go wrong, has gone wrong, is going wrong, guess what? I'm a prime candidate for spiritual growth if I respond with the right behavior. Okay? I have to go through the wilderness season. It's necessary for spiritual growth. Number 12, I need to know it's a time of revealing, refining, shrinking, and stretching. The wilderness season is a time of revealing, refining, shrinking, and stretching. Am I, am I, are we okay tonight? Yes. I mean, oh man, I can feel you all getting stronger. I can't. I can feel y'all getting stronger. Glory to God. I can feel, you know, a revelation coming to you right now. I can sense in the spirit things are being broken off of you. Things that were hindering you is being broken off. Things that were, oh, yeah. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Lies of the devil are being broken off of you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. You're for us tonight, God. Hallelujah. Even in the desert, God, even in the wilderness, Father, you haven't forsaken us. You're building us. You're growing us. You're developing us. Hallelujah. You're preparing us for everything you promised us. Our latter days are greater. Our future is bright. Our best days are ahead. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Number 13, things you need to know in the wilderness, what's happening God is developing my character. God is developing my character. That's what God's doing. He's developing my character. Doesn't the Bible say he's the potter? We're the clay? Mold us and shape us? God's developing our character. Next slide, guys. What do we need to know? Isaiah 48, verse 10. Behold, I have refined you. Remember, it's a place of refining, right? It's a place of shrinking, stretching. Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tested you. Where, God, where are you refining us? In the furnace of affliction. Now, one translation says on this verse, I love it. One translation says he promotes us out of the fiery furnace. He's looking to see if we're going to cooperate or if we're going to drag our feet and, and get upset, get angry, get bitter, and question God, get mad, leave, backslide, walk away. Or if we're going to cooperate with God and we knowing these things, we understand what's happening. Oh, glory to God. Behold, I have refined you. Where, God? I've tested you. Where, God, are you refining us? In the furnace of affliction. Next slide, guys. Next slide. First Peter 1, verse 6. This is talking about... What's happening in the wilderness? He's developing our character. It's character development. Character development. So be truly glad. So when Pastor Kim said tonight, get happy, you know what? That's biblical, yes. right? Pastor, you don't know what I'm going through. I don't feel like being happy. Been there, understand. 
But the Bible says, what does the word say? Happy are those who put their trust in the Lord. Right? So one of the proofs that I'm trusting God in a testing time is being happy, being glad, and rejoicing. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Everybody, let's say it. I am glad and full of joy and rejoicing and happy in the Lord. Oh, you feel that strength? Oh, glory to God, glory to God. You know, I like to get up in the morning, and when I'm taking my shower, I like to sing to myself. They won't let me sing in the choir, so I sing to myself. And, and really, in the morning, I'll sing this a lot. I got the joy. I got the joy, joy, joy. Joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. You know, just start singing songs about joy in the morning. It'll set your course of your day right. So character development, when you're being refined, wow. What, when, you're, when things are shrinking and you're being stretched, be truly glad. Why? There's wonderful joy ahead. Even though you must endure many trials for a little while, a season. So when we're in the season of wilderness, there's a purpose. And we need to rejoice and be glad. Why? Because your best days are ahead. Wonderful joy is ahead of you. He's preparing you for what he promised you. For your business, your ministry, your health, your marriage, your family, your children, your future. He's preparing you for what he's promised you. And so he said, be glad and rejoice. It speeds it up. Now, next Wednesday night, we're going to look at what they actually did to prolong it. And one of it was they complained and murmured and was never happy. You couldn't please them. You couldn't satisfy them. They were always blaming the leadership, blaming one another, blaming God, wanting to go to their past. Oh, we want to go back to Egypt. Remember that? Okay. Wrong response. Wrong behavior. Kept them in the wilderness. Kept them away from their calling. So what do we do? Be truly glad. How can I do that? Knowing these things, knowing this list of 14 things, only at Church on the Rock. You know, if you're, if you're a good communicator, you know you only share three things. I only got three points if you're a good communicator. So y'all pray for me, okay? There's wonderful joy ahead, even though you must, everybody say must. must. Wow, you must endure many seasons of trials, but it's only for a little while. Next verse, next slide. Next slide, verse 7. These trials, I don't understand why. Why, God? These trials will show that your faith is genuine. These trials will show that your faith is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than gold, look at this. So when your faith remains strong, there's a correct behavior. So when your faith remains strong, strong faith. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much. If you remain strong in faith, it will bring you much. Oh, I like that. Honor and glory on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. Character development. It's in the fire he promotes you. It's in the fire he selects, he picks, he chooses those for promotion. Next slide, guys. That's the last slide, and that's all she wrote. 14, I'm done. Did you get anything tonight? Come on, let's thank God. What's it do in a wilderness? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
What is your next step in your faith? Well, here at Church on the Rock, we would love to help you. Maybe it's to learn more about discovering what it means to belong to a church family, being part of a small group, or using your God-given gifts to serve others. Head over to cotr.org slash next steps where you can find out more to all of these. Or if you're a part of our online community, visit us at cotr.org slash online. Have a great week and don't forget that God is for you.